Hey, Nelson. Hey, hey, Tim. I got to tell you something, man. Yeah, what's up? You know who I love is Olivia Coleman. Oh, my goodness. I know exactly what you're, where are you going with this. <laughs> okay, so for the most part, I, I, I have to say, and I'm, I'll fight anybody on this one, Graham Norton is, has the best celebrity talk show, movie, oh. TV, Comedy. Hands down, Hand, um, hands down. The Graham no Norton show is doing things that American late night celebrity show hosts could only dream about. Yeah, and Olivia Coleman, uh, for the most part, I've only I have not seen a whole lot of her stuff. Yeah, um, but I've seen her in her normal persona, which is very um, aloof, unprepared but yet extremely charming. Yeah. And I just finally saw something. Well, I actually, I I take that back. I downloaded the favorite a long time ago where she won an Oscar for that, but I never watched it. Yeah. And I, uh, I just happened to start watching secret invasion. Yeah. Wait, why'd you bring up the grand Norton show? Is because it because you, you normally you normally I, have only caught her on the show? Yes, ah, despite I, the fact that I've actually paid for things that she was in and <laughs> never watched them. Um, you you are like the ideal consumer that all of these media companies are looking for. Like, I know. buy the copy and don't watch it. <laughs> well, see, no, the thing is, is like, oh, this is a critically acclaimed film. I need yes. to watch this, and and I don't do it often. Um, once in a while, I do. But and of course, I think it I think it jumped on Netflix or something like that, you know, yeah. in, in the time being where it's probably streaming on something I pay for as well. So, OK, so you got secret invasion. Yeah. So. So, yeah, I, I so I, I've got to know her persona by watching Graham Norton. Yes. And she's just a hysterical, charming, amazing type of person. And I started watching Graham Norton or Graham Norton, uh, Secret <laughs> Evasion. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. getting them all mixed up. Uh, wow, sinister. Oh, she like she is like that aloof, uh-huh. bubbly, yeah, character, right? But a straight killer underneath, you know? Yeah, yeah. I no, mean, no question. Um, yeah, so I saw, I watched the first two episodes and, and we're going to talk about the show next week as it wraps up this week and, Look, uh, give our take on it. There are many high profile actors and actresses that have entered this MCU as basically civilians or, or mm-hmm. not civilians, just like regular humans not 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 right. superhuman not superheroes sure and to varying degrees of success olivia coleman's character mm-hmm. is one of a kind yeah and she looks like she's having a blast playing it yeah she she looks like she absolutely loves what she does so yeah okay so well i can't wait to talk about that next week oh but- yeah next week yeah. After Oof. the finale, which airs mm-hmm. tomorrow. Yep. We're talking about it. All right. Done. And possibly Jack Ryan. And Jack Ryan. Okay. 
Well, let's get this show started then, shall we? Cue that epic music, Tim. All right. This is the final take. I'm Nelson, and with me is Tim. The only thing we love more than movies and TV is talking about it. So if you love what you hear, like it, rate it, and share it. Please. Please do. <laughs> please do, sir. <laughs> All right. Hey, so I haven't really watched a whole lot, but but we but a lot's happened. However, I was gonna try to get to Oppenheimer. Uh, yesterday in IMAX, yeah. 70 millimeter IMAX, might I add. Oh, yes. I was going to try to do it after my kids went to bed. And then Wouldn't you know it <laughs> sold out, sold out. I'm looking at 10 o'clock in the morning for a 10 p.m. show for a three hour long. We'll finish at 1:30 in the morning and you'll get home by two. And on a Monday night on a and- Monday night. And sold that's, out. That's that's the crazy thing. Yeah. So I don't. I, we're we're going to talk about Oppenheimer, but I want to see it in IMAX. I know. Period. I know. I want to. When when's the next big release? Like, um, do I, do we have another week of Oppenheimer in in IMAX, I or is think this it's it? supposed to be three weeks? Oh, thank goodness! So we got time. Yeah. So um, yeah, I think it's supposed to be three weeks, and. Uh, I may just have to like take a day off of work or something. I think so. Just to go see that it, might have, you know? We might have to do that. Like, yeah. First show of the day. Yeah. No just question. roll up. Yeah. Have you That's... heard of the, 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 the Barbenheimer challenge? Uh, going to see Barbie and Oppenheimer in the same day, I presume. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know that, Isn't that, that hilarious? Uh, Quentin Tarantino did it. Yeah. You but know, of course, when you don't really have con- consistent employment. Uh, you know. we, we need to talk about this. Mm-hmm. The audacity of WB mm-hmm. to, 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 to counter-program Christopher Nolan's first non-WB release. Right. With freaking Barbie. <laughs> and they beat him in week one. Wow. That's Three, crazy. It's like 300 and something. I think they did 330, 335 million in the first weekend. Uh-huh. Oppenheimer did 175. Wow. And this is this is his first release for with Universal. Uh-huh. And they straight up counter-programmed him and beat him. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, you know. It's fine because I don't, I don't think it matters because I, th- I do think that, that this is Chris Nolan's turn. Yeah. You know, uh, first of all, I mean, it's, it's a three hour long movie, right? It's, it's, it's a talkie. So it's not for everybody, yes. but this is Chris Nolan's, uh, uh, swan song. I would say, I mean, he, he does a lot of good stuff, but. You know, he, yeah. he is, he's one of those directors. Mm-hmm. We've talked about him before where, you know, he's been asked, Hey, is there going to, are you going to release a director's cut? And he, and he, every time he's asked that question, he says, no, because 
you're watching the director's cut. Right. You know, the script was fine-tuned before we even rolled film. And yes. we filmed every shot we wanted. Everything was meticulously planned. We shot mm-hmm. – we got every shot we wanted and we put it all on – you know, all in the film that you're seeing in theater. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, yeah, talk no about – like, talk about polished, right? Yeah. So, uh, you know uh, – I'm excited for it. So am I. And th- and that's what makes that's I, I have to say, this is what makes a film great because you're going into production with a vision that's already fleshed out. You're, you're going into production with a, a, a film that you don't need to re tell, like retool a storyline in the yeah. editing room. So, yeah. 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 Christopher Nolan is not the, we'll find it. We'll find it in yeah. in post, you know. Right. Like he he, you know, he knows exactly what mm-hmm. what he, you know, the things that he wants to say, yeah. the story he wants to tell, the themes that mm-hmm. he's going to touch on, the visuals of it. Yep. Every shot that he wants. Yeah. Um, you know, meticulously planned. Yeah. So. All right. Well, we gotta we gotta put this on the calendar and get get find some seats at the seventy millimeter. Oh yeah, screening for and, sure. And get out there. So, um, other than that, I really haven't watched a whole lot um, outside of Secret of Asian, which we'll cover next week. But you did. You went to go see a movie. Yeah, fe- featuring someone who <laughs> essentially was sprinting for about two and a half hours. Yeah. So I got a quick take. Okay. Of Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One. Okay. And this is another theme that we've talked about. There's a correlation between the success of Tom Cruise movies and the amount of running that he does in said movie. Where oh, nice. the more he runs, the more success, the more likely that movie is going to be a box office success. Okay. And let me tell you. This is going to be spoiler free. One thing I will spoil is there's lots of running in this movie. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Lots of Tom Cruise running. Tom Cruise running in like, you know, cobblestone pathways in Venice. Tom yeah. Cruise running on top of an airport in Dubai. Tom Cruise running on top of a train, like and in a train and next to a train and through the woods like it's like the whole movie nice hey not bad for a dude in the 60s right you know he is uh he's certainly taking care of himself very nice okay well i have to say i did watch that stunt he did where he did the motorcycle off the cliff about 14 times yes um and then when they cgi'd him the only problem that they had with that is because they CGI'd the cliff onto the ramp, right? Yes. You don't see any of the shocks like hitting the bumps and stuff like that. Right. Going that it does look abnormal. Yeah. Because so, uh uh no, it's it's pretty epic. And yeah. like in the moment, so when you watch if you're watching that 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 shot out of context, uh-huh. 
it, yeah, you're gonna pick up in the on trailer those yeah. little details. Right, right, right. Like, but but when you're in it, submerged. When in you're it. in the movie, and you know they're they're jumping back and forth between, you know, what he's doing on the bike and what's happening, you know, um, at another location. Mm-hmm. I, I can't say too much because it's just gonna give stuff away. But okay. Um, as they're cutting between the action and then what he's doing, and then you know, you, you're lost in it. So you don't. Okay. It. All right. Well, quick take is a watch. Yeah. So let me tell you, the Mission Impossible franchise. Mm-hmm. They could just keep doing these movies. Sure. And as long as they deliver on story and action and the writing and the acting at this level uh-huh. like they could just keep doing them until tom cruise is in a friggin' wheelchair or a walker like he's okay. like on a walker speed walking <laughs> yeah town, you know like a subway a subway tunnel yeah. sure. um because it's 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 such a fun movie okay and Haley atwell is really good yeah like really good okay and they they do a lot of stuff with with bringing her character along uh-huh. and you know you hope that you know the if if they so beyond dead reckoning 2 mm-hmm. which we know is going to be coming as a sequel you know not a sequel but a continuation of this story we're yeah. gonna see we're gonna see her at least in this next movie but kind of kind of like um uh what's her name what's the other actress uh, uh, Rebecca Ferguson. Yeah, kind of like Rebecca Ferguson, where okay, her character's been in what four, three or four, something like that yeah. movies yeah. at this point. Um, you know, if they're gonna keep doing these movies, and they keep bringing Haley Atwell along, I'm good with that. Okay, she's really good. Sounds good. Speaking of Rebecca Ferguson, uh, I was rec- it was re- highly recommended that I binge Silo. Yeah, by me. Uh, actually, not just <laughs> by you, by a couple of people. And so um, you were second. I'll, I'll put you in second place. I started um, reading the books. Oh, did you? Yes. Okay. Well, um, yeah. So I, I, I think we'll, we'll have to knock that out and talk about that one as well. So, yeah. All right. Well, hey let's let's get to the things we're here for yeah um so so this year san diego comic-con returned to its roots as an actual comic <laughs> book convention this is not the first time i've heard that i've yeah I've heard this in many instances yes okay so um thanks in part to the sag aftra and writer strikes major studios pulled out of comic-con completely as writers and actresses at Writers and actors, sorry, did not cross the picket lines to promote any upcoming projects. So, Nelson. Yes. We went to go see, we went, I think the first time we went was uh, 2018. Yeah. And, of course, we got the full fury After of years. all kinds of stuff. After years and years of years trying of to trying. get badges, Yeah, six years of trying. Yeah. Um, so, uh, how, how was it different? How was it? How how was the the basic experience different from pop culture movies and TVs? Yeah, to now so, to this year's. So in general, the experience was very similar to past years. Uh huh. In that 
it's a lot of freaking people in a like in one square mile of San Diego. Sure. And so like the masses were still there. It wasn't like you know studios pulled out so people didn't come. Like there, they they said there's going to be over 135 thousand people, Mm -hmm. and I believe it. I I, you know definitely 135 thousand plus, right? Because sure. the, uh, if there was a difference, it was that more of the studios and the content providers mm-hmm. went all in on their offsites, on the offsite activations. Oh, okay. Yeah. There were so many. There were so many. So at one point, I would, I, I, I follow I follow the unofficial San Diego Comic Con blog. The blog, yeah, right. And you know, a week out, two weeks out, they're like, they sent out a tweet saying, you know, who who's already started their spreadsheet, you know, for planning. And I was like, spreadsheet, why? And then I started seeing all of the announcements start to ramp up. Two weeks yeah. out, you know, there was a couple of announcements a day. And then a week and a half out, you know, it was like 10 announcements a day. And then like the week of like starting Monday before Comic-Con, there were so many freaking announcements. Mm -hmm. I had to turn off my phone because my notification was going nuts. Right. Yeah. So there were so many activations. I couldn't even keep track of them all. Wow. Like I tried I tried putting them in a spreadsheet because I was thinking like, okay, it'll be a change of pace from the exhibit floor. Since mm-hmm. I was bringing my son for the first time, I was trying to avoid the, the exhibit floor as much as I could. Mm-hmm. I lost track of the number of activations. Wow. That that can, and there were and there were activations that when we got there, I was like, wow, I had no idea they were doing this activation. And here it is, yeah. you know? So so that that was a little different. Right. Mm-hmm. So in terms of the money that the studios would have spent bringing their actors and producers and, you know, all the creatives involved in TV and TV shows and movies. Sure. They sunk that in offsites. Yeah. And then the other huge difference is the exhibit floor was bananas. So Hall H had very very light programming. I think we talked about it in the pre Comic Con show. Sure. That uh, Spider Man Two, the video game, was the most anticipated Hall H. Yeah. Um, and it was. Um, I think that one came close to capacity for Hall H. Uh huh. Um, but I still think I heard that there were people able to walk in. So did um, you see any lines for Hall H? No. So everybody was just like, nobody cared because nobody was going to be there. No, yeah. no huge announcements aside of Spider-Man yeah. 2. Yeah. You know, instead of lines for Hall H, like the, the night before line, yeah. everybody was on the dang exhibit floor. <laughs> wow. That's kind of crazy because that's a lot of people. You know, you see oh those those Hall H lines, like they fill up and then they and then at the end of the it's night. Like 6,000 people. Yeah. There's like people 6, like going people all the way across. Onto the exhibit floor. Wow. Um, because even the the panels that they had yeah most of them that 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 were not canceled they had mm-hmm. pre-recorded pre-recorded video so it's just a oh, video sure. playing 
Yeah. And then instead of doing Hall H, they did Ballroom 20 or mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of the other ballroom, the, the smaller ballrooms. Yeah. Um, so like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem, mm-hmm. that was, there was buzz about that. Um, they did like a, a pre-recorded thing with um, with Seth Rogen and oh, okay. um, you know the the creatives uh, yeah. for that. Um, and I think they had some giveaways um, sure. that that people were pretty hyped for. Um, I can't think of. I think they did a preview of what we did in the shadow. What we do in the shadows. Oh, like okay. FX FX went hard with their with their previews, like mm-hmm. previewing like. You know, full episodes. First episodes. Yeah, yeah. They, I've seen um, that. What else? I'm trying to think. What else that they they did? Um, but you know, you you hit the nail on the head. Is that it was a, you know, San Diego Comic Con for the first time in probably 20 years was focused on a comic book convention. That's cool. Um, because I've mentioned this before. I collect comics. I've mm-hmm. I've gotten back into it since since i turned 40 mm-hmm. <laughs> and so i was going around as much as i could to pick up like every every major comic book printer and even all the minor comic book printers were there mm-hmm. and they all had you know con exclusives Samples. that that people were just going nuts for and then like That's you cool. look at the after you look at the secondary market on some of those some of those books and it's freaking bananas yeah because a lot of times i mean people aren't really going for the comic books and you know you see um a lot of people are just giving out comics like crazy and then you'll see like a little group of people like get clustered up when you see someone get handing out some comics or whatever yeah but then you know uh, you walk by again and there's nobody standing there and they yeah. still have a stack of comics to give out but, so oh go ahead oh so so you know it's it's not um, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of it has become more about the pop culture sensation and less about the comics. Yeah. Um, even though that they have a huge presence of, of everybody there for comic books. Yes. So the, in terms of, uh, right. I mean, you know, superhero movies being what they are, the source mm-hmm. materials in the comics, right? Yeah. And so DC rolled up so they skipped the con last year they were there this year they so their triumphant return and they went hard on the on the the convention exclusives where they reprinted issues that james gunn is basically using as some of his source material Mm-hmm. Or inspiration yeah. for the DCU. Oh, okay. And the like, people are going nuts for those. Okay. Um, and I even I even went rolled into you know some panels with my son because we were like we had to get off the convention floor because it's so crazy. Yeah. So we went into we went into some DC panels and they were actually giving out. We got some giveaway comics. Um, they call them so they're ash cans. They're like previews. So we got a couple oh, yeah. ash cans for for a new series that are coming out, and then they're handing out like pins, and people are going crazy for those. Sure. Um, so they did Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow number one. Oh wow! 
So that's a major influence for the upcoming Supergirl movie. Right. Where it, it basically is a retelling of her origin story mm-hmm. where, where she is raised on like, you know, an asteroid and she's like very hard line versus like the innocent, you know, farm girl that's, yeah. that's being taught by Clark, you know? Yeah. Um, so, so they did that. They did the authority, uh, booster gold, number one, Oh, right? okay. So like all of these like num- like first issues of series that you know are going to be movies they they, they yeah, the obscure really hard doing. Yeah, it's funny because it seems to be the obscure stuff that's going to be kicking off this new incarnation of the DC films, TVs and video games and all those other kind of things. Yeah, so yeah. it'll be interesting. Yeah. So so we so and then and then the the interactive zone. Oh man, like they had some cool stuff there for sure, yeah. but it was like less than half the size of what it normally is. Yeah, it was. It wasn't that big last year, and there wasn't a lot of stuff there last year. It was. Yeah. It was kind of disappointing. So so there was like, so we rolled up on. So I I badges on Thursday and Friday, mm-hmm. and when we rolled up on Friday, we got dropped off and. And my son was just like, Dad, can we just not walk through all those people, like all the people on the floor? And I was like, was that a little overwhelming for you? He goes, Dad, it's so overwhelming. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's shoulder to shoulder. Like it was shoulder to shoulder. Like they, you, wow. there's nowhere for people to go because normally they're in haulage panels or they're waiting sure. in haulage panels or they're borrowed 20 or they're, mm-hmm. you know, in all these other panels they dumped an extra like 10,000 people on the exhibit floor. You know, you don't normally see that level of people unless there's like a celebrity panel out, you know, like when we walk through, yeah. Uh, what was it? The Harry Potter prequel, uh, films. And they had like Jude law and yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, Ezra yeah. Miller and all those guys were, were standing around, uh, or yep. there, they had their lines to sign autographs and everybody's trying to get them to move along. And, uh, and you're just you you just like oh I turned I went the wrong way <laughs> yeah I oh, I need to get somewhere and it, I can't it, it was like that on every single row oh my gosh the entire floor crazy. even Artist Alley like normally Artist Alley is easy yeah. to get around and like even mm-hmm. that was pretty packed yeah how was so, uh, Funkoville you know what I didn't even go over there. Oh, you didn't? I'm surprised. Well, I, didn't win the, I didn't win the lottery. But you can go and, after like three o'clock, though. Uh, we ended up I'm just, sure there's probably a lot of people. So after like five o'clock, we loaded uh-huh. up because we just went to the beach with the family. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> yeah, um, no, I, I didn't even try because uh, like the, 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 the Funko exclusives are pretty disappointing. Yeah, I wasn't I, I, I didn't think it was that exciting this year. I mean, like the only thing I, I, I would have per- picked up last year was the Ted Lasso pop. But, yeah, you know, I, I opted to go over to Mondo and pick up the Batman yeah. uh, vinyl soundtrack, which is amazing, by the way. But, you know, what was what was crazy this year? I don't know if it was like this last year for you, uh-huh. but skateboard decks. 
Was that a thing last year? Yeah, yeah, it was. I saw some skateboard decks it last was, year. Oh, every retailer had oh, had not that an big. exclusive skateboard deck. Yeah, every single retailer. Interesting. Like Mattel, Mattel had one. Wow. Like there was an anime company that rolled up that had that had multiple skateboard decks. Um, some of the comic book, yeah, publishers rolled up with skateboard decks like. That was a thing where we're my 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 son and I went up to pick up our badges on preview night, so on Wednesday, and we saw people walking out, and I was like, "What's with all the skateboards?" And you know, my son who's starting to learn how to skateboard, and like he's been able to stand up on the board. He was like, "Oh, Dad, can we get one?" I was like, "I was like, yeah, let's let's check it out." No. Most of them like three hundred bucks. Oh yeah, screw that. That's too expensive. And, and I was talking to a guy in, in one of the lines, and he's like, you know, the skateboards are are kind of like a new thing over the last like, like for sure they went hard this year. Mm-hmm. And it totally makes sense when you think about it because they can load an entire truck full of yeah. thousands of freaking skateboards, <clears throat> and they sell them for you know two hundred fifty to four hundred dollars a pop. Oh sure. You know, that's. Yeah. They're just printing money at that point. Yeah. You know, I, I have to give a shout out to um, uh, some people that we, we got acquainted with. So I was in the um, I was in the line. So I think the, the year we went, um, I wanted to get these uh, Charlie Brown shirts, right? They're yeah. like Charlie Brown, kind of stylized Charlie Brown uh, um, comic strip shirts um, from Super 7. Right. Yeah. And so while we're standing in line, we got acquainted to this company called Symbiote Studios. Yes. Yeah. And um, they're actually they're from here in Arizona. They're in Tucson. And, oh, I had um, no idea. Yeah. And we got we got a, we talked to them, and they're amazing. They have this like little um, they they have this kind of a they do these like plush things. So we have these little transformer yeah. plushes for my kids and stuff. Yes. And, and my little pony and for my daughter. I saw those and, th- and those were really popular as well. Yeah. So we, yeah, we have some exclusives and then they have this like character um, mascot named Captain Bravo and yes. a little cat with a mask on and stuff. And I was do... trying, I was trying to get over to their booth and, yeah, rock, and paper, it was scissors with them. And, and it was so, cool. it was so packed. Really? They had they had to cap their line. They had to cap their line. That's uh, good for them. I mean, yeah, because yeah, we we uh, you know the the times that we've gone, they've been you know so amazing, so incredible, very gracious with us, and um and you know oh man, we should go down to Q- Tucson Comic Con. Yeah, and, I'm sure they're going to be down I think there because I think they have a huge presence down there. Yeah, you know what? Well, well, there's there, we I was we were kind of talking about what, you know, where we live. And so and then somebody who said, cause we have this, uh, you know, the Asian store 99 ranch market and yeah. one of the girls that works for symbiote studios and Tucson, she's like, Oh man, I go up to, I go up like once a month at least to go to 99 ranch market. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, so they're, they're awesome. Yeah. We love them. And, and, nice. uh, and so, yeah, if I, we, yeah, I think comic cons in September down in Tucson. So we'll, we'll, we'll get in touch with them and see if they're, they're going to be down there, but, nice. um, and of course, hopefully up here, I think they're, I think they were, this was the first year they were coming up here uh, to fan first fusion. Or second, yeah. Fan fusion. So, you. so we'll have to check and see, check in nice. on them and see how it's yeah. going. So, yeah. yeah. Um, 
other things I noticed from the con. Oh, so we we're talking about we we're talking about the uh, interactive zone. So it was really small. That had the Transformers thing where it was just like a photo op. Oh yeah, all the Transformers. Um, they did okay. the GNC Marvel activation where, like, you got there. to try samples. Okay. And then, and then you know, there's a photo op, and then you can spin a wheel. And uh, I really wanted. They have this. They had a T-shirt. You could win a T-shirt, uh-huh. and it was the the cap logo. It was the cap. It was the cap shield, and then on the back it said like, um, uh, every every hero start the the start of every it's like the start of every journey i can't remember the uh-huh. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember the exact uh the exact phrasing of it but it was a really cool shirt and i really wanted nice. it and um my son ended up winning it for me oh okay that's cool yeah 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 so he's he's a lucky kid and, and he ended nice. up winning it for me and then um uh they had a days and confused 30th anniversary thing okay where you I could like that. play pool and that's you know, awesome. take a take a photo. Yeah. Um. They had like an anti vaping little photo op, and then a couple food trucks, the Hello Kitty food truck, and that was it. Oh, okay. And and, and I was thinking, last. and I was thinking about it. Normally, a, an offsite activation like the Animayhem, the the Hulu Animayhem, would yeah. normally have been in the active in interactive zone. But it was such a massive offsite pop-up thing. They put it on the bay side. Oh, okay. Of the convention center. So hmm. they did a huge pop-up where it was a bunch of different photo ops where you know you were on on the set of whatever show. So they had like the Simpsons couch that you could sit in. They had Bob's burgers counter that you can, you know, go up to. They had like a, a life size, um, uh, delivery express, Mm -hmm. like the, 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 the Futurama. Yeah. Um, so their hangar with, with their ship, um, a massive, okay. Life size, you know, blow up of it, which is pretty I saw awesome. Some video of that, yeah, yeah. So, like in years past, that would have, you know, that that would have uh, been in the interactive zone, but it was yeah. such a huge thing they had to do it on the base side. And you know, then, I, oh, go ahead. Oh no, no, go ahead. Oh, uh, you know, it was interesting because aside of uh, you know, as much as you're telling me about everything that that was there, the only thing that I ever saw that went viral was the Spider-Man Two thing. Yeah. Outside of that, hey, nothing went we, viral. We went, we went, I had a post go semi viral. <laughs> oh yeah. You did have one. Semi trending. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, I was, I was sitting there in line at the mm-hmm. GMC thing and I just happened to look up and there's like Optimus Primal just like staring daggers right at me. Yeah. And I just thought it was just like a funny little thing. So I that's felt hilarious. It. That's yeah. awesome. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, cool, so cool. I'm looking forward to uh, to next year. Yeah, um, our hotel. It's it's interesting how things worked out because we missed the original hotel lottery. Yeah, and then as as cancellations started coming, um, and they reopened up availability, I ended yeah. up getting the hotel to Coronado, not realizing wow. that it doesn't sit on the the bus route. 
like the the, oh, okay. the, tra- the, the, yeah. the transportation route, the shuttle route. And you have to basically get yourself to the con yeah. uh, from Coronado. And uh, at first I was like, oh, man, that really sucks. But for my wife and my daughter who weren't with us during those days, they were steps from the beach. Yeah. Steps from a pool. A 10-minute drive to Balboa. And so, like, we might do that again. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there was a lot of cancellation since, uh, you know, people, you know, once everybody started pulling out. But it's just yeah. incredible how quickly they can turn out something off-site. Um, you know, I've seen I've seen some things, like especially even the Orville in 2019. They turned out their, their display um, just out, out of nowhere. So, yeah. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. But nice. All right. Well, good times. Well, that is your take. Yeah. On San Diego Comic-Con 2023. Can't, can't wait uh, for 24. That's right. And and let's even Fan Fusion. And uh, down in here in Phoenix, it's getting yep. bigger. So uh, in, if you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, like, give us five stars and a glowing review please sir so our podcast can reach more people <laughs> all right thanks again to tyler hobbs of space ranger for the original music check out space ranger exclusively on spotify and his new band the hazels everywhere you can stream follow they're us so on twitter good. they're very good they're, they're so good and i love scott they're gonna they're gonna come be coming out with a new song with a little bit of a um, like a, uh, a, a Halloween feel to it. So like the monsters. Nice. So nice. Um, check that out soon to come, but follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at the final take pod. Email us. If you got something to say, we may check our email, the final take pod at gmail.com and check out all of our episodes on our website, the final take pod tune in next week where we recap secret invasion until then. Mm-hmm.